You're listening to Buddha's Bar and Grill, the only podcast with a two-drink minimum. It will be called tonight, probably bootled bump and grind. I'll be the one doing the bumping, and Sean, you can do the grinding because I just don't have the energy tonight. So <laughs> we're uh, lucky to have Sean back. Hasn't been on for a little while now. It is. Uh, we're recording a little earlier than normal on Sunday, the uh, 18th. This is the 20th, 20th, 21st, 21st. Bar and Grill. I'm going to be a little out of sorts again because, as was obvious from the last Bar and Grill, um, I'm still hanging on to this cold, or rather it doesn't want to let go of me. Um, been sick as a dog for, well, it's been 11 days now. Um, taking into account the couple of weeks prior to that during the holidays when I wasn't feeling too good and I wasn't working out, I've managed to drop um, 18 pounds so far. So if you are looking to lose some weight, Come on over to my place, let me sneeze on you, and you're good to go. That's that's all you need. No Jenny Craig bullshit for you. Just let me lick you upside the face, and you're good to go. <laughs> so, that being said, how are you been, Sean? Uh, busy, busy. Work and other shit. Yeah, you've had a lot going on. So, so far, 2009 has not been the best for you. No, it's pretty shit. Uh, you got time to... to <laughs> To improve on that, hopefully. At least you got your iPhone going back on again. So that yeah. that was the first step in the right direction, I think. Um, no. For now, yeah. Actually, there's been a couple of new um, apps that have actually, and games that have actually not been too, too bad. I've been having some fun. Um, the only thing that's been bothering me lately with App Sniper is the, because I check it, well, pretty much every day just to scroll through and see what's new or what's on sale. Um, the only thing that's been pissing me off is the slew of fart apps. Have you? I don't know if you've been checking out the apps lately. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But everyone and their dog decided that everybody would be very interested in an app that farts or belches or something. And not just one. Of course, you have to have a hundred different types for depending on if it was chilly night or something. Um, it's been absolutely ridiculous between that and all of the, um, the different language ones. Like I learned this, I learned that I learning and, uh, or the call and somebody's name, like call Bob, call Sue, call Darlene, whatever. And like this person selling them all for a buck each. I'm thinking, who is that 
a idiotic and has that much money that they're going to have their phone full of, or maybe they just don't have friends. Maybe they only need to buy one. Bob is their friend, will always be their friends, and they don't intend on having anyone else than Bob, so they just need call Bob. But uh, but it's especially these, because every time I think, okay, you know, we've gotten, what, 50 different fart apps, there's not likely to be another one. And I check the next day, and there's five. And it's just nonstop. I don't know, <laughs> seriously, have you gone on and checked them lately? I've seen a couple. Oh, man, it's nonstop. It's, it's just all the goddamn time. And it really just, it didn't piss me off. See, look, I'm looking right now. There's a new one called Fart or Die. But it's on sale. It's on sale for, you can save a buck if you buy it. It's only 99 cents. But yeah, every time I go on here, it's a goddamn, it's like, Jesus. And these I study ones, which again, are just pages and pages of I study this, I study that, I study this. And it's like, oh, for crying out loud. Stop it. Stop it. Get off my iPhone, you bastards. Anyways. So, uh um recent uh news something i wanted to talk about last week but didn't uh, really get into it in my medicated haze there was the um between macworld and ces there was quite a bit going on there um macworld was a little bit interesting just because it wasn't steve jobs giving the, the keynote address um he's still fighting was it cancer well see he's saying that it's not cancer it's a hormone uh, deficiency, uh, something wrong with his hormones causing the weight loss. That being said, he had said he was going to be all right. And then recently he uh, sent an email out to all Apple staff, letting them know that he's disappointed he had to make this public, which is, is justifiable. If I was in his shoes, it's none of your business if I'm sick. Well, in this case, I've been telling people, but you know, if I'm Steve Jobs and I'm running a company, um, whether I have the sniffles or not shouldn't matter to you. Um, but in his case, I mean, when they had that fake rumor of him dying last year, stocks plummeted um, with this year, stocks have plummeted. It's like people are so invested thinking, and that he's the only thing that can keep this company doing as well as it has. And it's ridiculous. He's not the only talented person there. He's a very smart, shrewd businessman, of course. He knows his stuff, but he's not the only one there that can keep the company afloat. Uh, and just recently, he sent out that email saying that he's actually taking a leave of absence because it's a little bit more serious than they'd originally thought. Um, and again, stocks took a dive how bad and for how long i don't know i don't keep up with that shit um but yeah it's uh it's interesting surprised though especially with the circuit city crap going on right now well yeah well it's all the it's it's not just little companies that are suffering here it's funny uh, the wife and i were just talking about that yesterday um you're seeing it of course more in the states than you do here or perhaps anywhere else in the world um but because so much well, it's not that you're idiots, it's that it's hitting you guys harder. Um, but what's funny is that, and not so much funny as interesting, is the fact that if you are someone who follows um, businesses or different things online more so than, you know, traditional media, you're going to notice a lot more companies going under, a lot of them that are simply online companies um, or big trends that change things up, like the um, 1UP being bought out by um, Yugo and huge layoffs there, um, magazine stopping, all kinds of stuff. So there's there's a lot going on and there are a lot of companies that are suffering and if you are someone who follows uh, that online a lot, you will you'll see it. Um, now as to whether or not, like 
a company like Apple, just like Windows, yeah, they'll take a hell of a hit, um, which their stocks certainly did. Um, the fact that he doesn't actually get an annual salary, well, his annual salary is $1, it's all stocks um, that he owns, but they dropped 40%. If I'm not mistaken, that was a figure. Like That's a hell of a lot of money when you own as many as he does. Like His stocks used to be worth over a billion dollars. And then he's got stocks in, in Disney as well. Um, but anyways, getting back to the Mac world, it was interesting because he wasn't there giving the keynote. Um, but the in terms of the uh, the products being displayed, uh, it was pretty much expected that the MacBook Pro, the 17-inch version, would be announced. But they saved that for last. They went through the new iLife 09 and the new iWorks 09, which are fairly interesting. They did a good job with them. There's there's a lot of cool things about them that uh, that actually I might upgrade my um, iLife just to have the new stuff because I've still got the 07 stuff. Um, and at the t- same time, I'd buy the bundle that they have uh, Leopard and the um, iLife so that I'd, I'd upgrade everything on my iMac here because it's, like I said, it's fairly old now. Um, and the iWorks, I, I would actually consider replacing my um, my Office, Microsoft Office on this and just using iWorks because it was fairly impressive, all the new stuff they, they did put out. But of course, nothing, none of that is really exciting. It's just, okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I could use that. But the MacBook Pro, it was interesting um, because I wasn't watching the keynote address of course i was reading the uh, the feeds and um it was interesting because the uh when they're first talking about it there's really nothing that's too uh extravagant initially when you're looking at it it's very much the same technology as the 15 inch that had just been announced so it's not that it was again it, it wasn't that we, we already knew all this like the the, the dual um graphics with the 9400M and the 9600M GT um, so that you have onboard and as well as dis- discrete uh, video if you want. Um, the, um, the, the the resolution is actually quite a bit better, um, 2.3 million pixels, so it's actually a, a much higher resolution than their old 17-inch. Um, but then they went on talking about the battery and initially again if you're reading it you're thinking really this is boring as shit it's battery for christ's sakes who the hell cares about the battery but then see i was reading it on the feeds on my iphone while i was at the office and um, when i got home i actually watched the video they have video on it and it it sounds really cheesy when you're watching it at the beginning especially one of the guys is it's it, it comes off weird, but because it's hard to be excited about a battery. But the, once you start actually watching it, especially if you have any kind of a, a technical background, it's actually really freaking cool. And like the battery is actually built into the machine. Now that pisses off a lot of people because you want to be able to swap that battery out if you need to kind of thing. Um, but then when you actually watch the video and you do more reading on it, like this battery can last eight hours now i work a lot with laptops i've been sporting laptops for the government quite a while in my job um and the, the i don't even work on a workstation at the office i work on my laptop and then i'm bringing the laptop home often like it's set up right beside me here and i'm doing work for the office from home and i know that battery it's a dell um and i know that the battery is not going to last me much more than two three hours if i'm 
doing anything else. And that's not really even doing heavy, anything graphically heavy. Um, yeah, I'll have multiple applications open and I'll be connecting online and whatnot, but I'm not going to have uh, a lot of graphic stuff going on. <clears throat> but I mean, this here is eight hours again. Like that's insane. And when you look at how the batteries, they redesigned batteries so that they're not round batteries anymore with all that wasted space, um, which allowed them to keep this, this laptop to 6.6 .6 pounds. Like this is, this weighs nothing and it's only 0.98 inches thin. Again, when you're looking at it in terms of that, the technology behind it is phenomenal. Like, again, I was considering when I was, I've been saving up for a new laptop because my old Toshiba satellite, I mean, hell, it's got a, what, a 97 or a 9800 ATI in there. Like, it's just showing its age. It can uh, it can barely handle WoW. It used to be able to do fine, fine with WoW until uh, Wrath, and Wrath is a lot heavier right now than than uh, vanilla wow was and so it really lags the system down hell i'm seeing it lag down my my imac granted that's partially because it only has two gigs in it but still so like it, it's barely handling wow and that's what i used to play my, my son plays on that one so we play together and so i'm thinking uh, you know what that laptop's seen better days so it's it's time to get something else and so I was initially thinking about um, just getting a 15 inch and putting uh, another monitor so I can do a monitor. Um, but after seeing this thing and reading more about it, even though it's, it's again, fairly overpriced, um, I want this. This is a phenomenal, like I can pack this sucker into my bag, bring it to the office, knowing it's not going to weigh anything. And then I'll have enough juice that if I want to do anything during a break or during lunch, I've got juice. I, hell, I can leave it on during the day and just pop it open when I want to do something kind of thing. Um, or even take it on the road for a day if we're doing whatever kind of thing. Um, yeah. Or even just, again, I want to set uh, a different workstation in another room so that I can do like either the podcast or anything in another room kind of thing. But then to have the convenience of just picking up something that doesn't weigh uh, like a lot. Like I could bench press that old Toshiba satellite. It weighs a ton. Um, to have something that's just nice and light and convenient that I can walk around the house and, you know, if somebody's watching a stupid show that I don't want to watch, I'll just sit down in the same room and still can surf around or do whatever kind of thing um, and not have to worry as much about the battery life. Because that's the thing. I know that with my old laptop, like the battery life is nothing. I know that I'm going to, it's going to die fairly fast. Um, so yeah, all that to say it, it's, it wasn't flashy, a flashy Mac world, but when you looked at the technology behind, um, this pro and everything that went into it and how good it actually is a system, I, I was fairly impressed. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. I looked Eight at hours uh, is quite a long time. That's a long bloody time. And I, I looked at, uh, Again, I was looking at a lot of Windows laptops as well um, because I don't want to buy a workstation. It has to be a laptop. Um, but again, when you start looking at Windows laptops, if you want something half decent, something that's as good as this, you're paying damn near the same price anyways. Um, so it's not a selling feature for me. And for the most part, I prefer working on a Mac and I've got all my apps that I need for the Mac as well. So like I, I went out and I purchased all that I need to do the podcast. Um, so I want to keep the Mac. And then what I do, same with that one, is set up to dual boot anyways. Excuse me. 
And now, too, what I do is I'd actually set it to dual boot with the beta of uh, Windows 7, which leads us to uh, CES 2009. Um, the, the big uh, announcements from Microsoft, of course, were the release of the beta for Windows 7. Um, it's funny because I've been talking to so many people about since Visa came out, and there you have the people that will swear by it that there's nothing wrong with Vista. And yet here you have Microsoft that extends the support of XP and then releases Windows 7 early. Like they're leapfrogging over Vista. But the thing is, is that like Windows 7 is still building on what Vista broke through kind of thing. Um, a lot of what Vista did wrong, they're fixing in 7. But a lot of the problems that Vista had with the drivers and whatnot for different devices since they it's been around for a while and developers are finally developing those drivers for their products um they'll work with seven so seven's going to have a much easier transition than vista did because it's piggybacking off of the groundbreaking that vista did kind of thing um and again they are doing some things quite a bit better than uh, than vista did so that'll be nice i don't know if you got your copy yet What's up? You cut out. Sorry. I cut out. Yeah. Okay. How far <laughs> ago did I cut out? <laughs> okay. I was just talking about the, the, the Windows 7 beta. Did you actually get your copy? I didn't get my copy. No, I didn't. Yeah. I don't bother really. To, I tried, I formatted my computer recently and I had to actually call Microsoft to activate it. So now I'm not going to even touch Windows 7 yet. Well, I certainly wouldn't put it on a main system, but I did. Uh, they were supposed to release the beta on uh, Friday, right after CES, and they didn't. And then they were saying that there was too many people trying to download, so they were setting up multiple servers for downloading and whatnot. And it wasn't until later in the afternoon or evening on Saturday that it finally opened up again. And I did actually download it. Um, I burnt it off onto a DVD, and I actually installed it as a virtual machine on my iMac. That way it doesn't dick around with anything. I don't have to worry if, if it blows up. Um, and I'm using VM Fusion, so I know it's nice and secure. So I did install it, and um, it is like nice. It? Um, like, again, I'm not... Excuse me. It's... Um, it's it, it, graphically, it's very similar to Vista's um, UI. They made some changes with the, uh, the taskbar which basically they, they changed it into a very similar to a Mac taskbar, um, wherein you can dock everything in the taskbar, and then it will be kind of shadowed if the app is open and not if it's not. Um, so it's very, very similar to the, the taskbar for the, the Mac, except it doesn't, you know, bounce out. Um, so there's the, the UI, the, 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 the user interface is... Uh, is very, very much similar to Vista's. Um, it, it, I mean, it worked fine on my uh, in in uh, uh, a VM. I didn't actually bounce into it using all of the system's resources. I was running the OS OS X at the same time, so it, like there was slight delays. But that's because again, I had two OSs running at the same time. Um, but I mean, it's it, it was fine. I'll, I'll play around with it a little bit more. But I'm not terribly excited to me it's not as exciting hell i get more excited over a new ubuntu than i do this so <laughs> i don't have anything invested that i actually care 
that much put it that way so if i had to I, like the the systems that i have the one downstairs on my laptop both run xp and they're too old for me to even consider putting windows 7 much less vista on so for me i don't really care and i and, and yes i am looking to buy a new system but i'm looking to buy a mac so again it's not something that i care that much yeah i'm a little bit excited about it i mean know the track record that they've had they've gone you know stable os to non-stable to stable so i'm looking forward to how seven's going to be well it's My basic again it's basically uh, an upgrade of vista so yeah. they're about everything they did wrong they know what they did wrong fix it of course they're not fixing everything but you know do better but i never went to vista though so it's yeah. gonna be like a big surprise for me yeah so it, it's um and it, it it does it is fair faring well right now um you were showing me the link too how it's uh it's doing better right now in ssd performance too hold on a second here yeah better speed and access time and lower cpu usage now that's something that they've said too i've read it in other things where it is a lot less um hardware intensive windows 7 than vista was um which is nice because again that was part of the problem with vista 2 is that you wouldn't dare put it on uh, a system that wasn't either brand new or pretty jacked up because it just would cause your system to crawl <laughs> so again why people especially gamers were sticking with xp so yeah. there was a lot of interesting things at the uh the ces probably the most interesting of course was palm's announcement with their pre um the um they've used a lot of you got to wonder how much of this was in development before the iPhone kind of thing, um, because they use a lot of what the iPhone does well. And then what it, they didn't, it, what people don't like, they changed and incorporated something different. Case in point, a lot of people don't like the on-screen keyboard. So what they did is develop that sliding out keyboard that you can use. That's very similar to like a Blackberry, um, but you still have the touchscreen on the palm screen that you can use um, the bottom of the touch screen that is normally um, not really used for anything um, other than say a couple of um, icons or whatever they used as your swiping functions to change pages or go to next songs or different things um, it's a very very nice device they're also opening it up to um, app development um, unlike apple who is policing everything that goes through um these guys are going to what they've said now leave it fairly open which is going to be dangerous in some cases but it's going to be user be careful essentially hmm. so it's it's very it's a nice device very very nice device um one of the other things too um well not one of the things um, what i noticed watching different uh shows from ces as well was there's well same as every year there's trends of what people are working on this year of course um, a lot of green products um it's the keyword right now and you see a lot more of that when there's a problem with the economy too people are okay what's the cheapest way we can do this what's the best way we can do that for uh, you know charges and for different things like that uh, battery consumption whatever um one of the cool things that they were talking about too that you saw several people 
I have been working on are the charging plates. I don't know if you saw this. Um, essentially, instead of having to have a different wire to charge all the phones, the iPhones, the iPods, everything in your house, you have this magnetized kind of plate thing that plugs in and then you drop your device on it and it charges it. Um, one of them had to have, um, you have to attach something to the back of the device over the battery, but there was another one that you didn't have to actually. Some of them actually charged really like heavy devices. You could drop a, a battery for like a power drill on there kind of thing. It was very, very cool. That's the kind of stuff you want to see more of where you just have this thing, this plate kind of thing where you drop your device on it and it charges it instead of you having to find the cable for it because i don't know about you but that spider web of cables at the desk is such a pain in the ass and you always have like cables and plugins from like phones that you had five years ago that <laughs> you don't even know where the phone is and yet you still have the plug-in though um, and that's one of the things that they're doing with the, the palm as well is they have the docking kind of thing is this um puck kind of looking thing and it has this uh, it's magnetized not magnet is it magnetized but anyways you drop your palm on it to charge it so you don't have to plug it in you can just put it on this thing and it'll charge up until you get it near your hard drive and wipe your entire hard drive well let's not do that <laughs> just keep it away from the computer so yeah the uh, wireless charger but anyways, yeah, so again, it's, that's the kind of technology that I like. Yeah, it's kind of neat. It's different. It's something that actually improves rather than just gadgety. Yeah, and you've been watching the TV stuff. Yeah, uh, what there is the new Engadget. It was on Engadget, the cinema ultra widescreen from Philips, the 21 by 9 LCD TV that's supposed to represent an actual movie screen. Okay, now... I don't, <laughs> I don't recall ever seeing what movies are made to that ratio. Oh, I Honestly, I, I don't know of any movies that are made to that ratio because that's insane. You have to see a picture of this thing to appreciate how thin it is. Like I, and I, <laughs> it's actually a product that there's not a lot of products that I will look at and say, no, nah, I really, even if you gave it to me, I don't see that I'd use that. I mean, I'd use that in terms of a monitor for a computer, as long as the computer could support that ratio, wherein then you can have a lot of apps open at the same time and they're not getting in each other's way, for sure. Then you're that'd be handy. But to watch a show, holy Christ, you'd need a massage on your neck after from cranking <laughs> your neck back and forth all the time. Yeah, it's just, I, I don't know any, and, and like... SD TV would look like shit on this because basically all you would get is a very small picture in the middle. The rest would be gray bars. Um, and HD TV is not nearly that wide. So you're not going to be watching much TV on that. You might as well buy yourself a 14 inch TV for fuck's sakes. Um, and again, movies, I don't know any movies that are that wide that would support that. Like really, it's the only TV like this. You really think they're going to start, you know, making their Blu-rays or, or, or anything support that kind of aspect ratio. I don't see it. You never so, know. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to save my money and go with no on that one. But, uh, was there any other TVs that they were talking about? What was the biggest one they had this year? Was it 150 inch? 
No, oh, probably. I don't remember. Yeah, I didn't even. Yeah, it was fairly talking, thin too. Been talking to inches like no tomorrow at work. Probably is 120. I mean, we have a 65 one in the physical at Sears right now. Well, 65 is not that that big. I know, Until you get it into your things, house. The things that you can buy, you know, online are usually twice as much as what you can buy in the store. You can yeah. actually buy the 65 inch in that store. Yeah. When we were looking for, uh, when we bought our 50 inch, we actually, I actually, we had some boxes. I can't remember what it was from. Uh, moving boxes, of course, because it wasn't that long after we'd been here. And I cut out a box to 40 or 46 inches because you know like when you're looking at them in the store you're thinking well that's not that big and then you get it home and it's this monstrosity that takes up an entire wall <laughs> so we yeah. were actually hanging it on the wall to see how big it would be so that we knew okay we can go a little bit bigger if we want or not and then when we were buying for the other room we got a 46 inch i knew 46 was max because 40 would just or sorry 50 would just be too big uh in that space against that wall but yeah you have to because people will buy these huge things and then get them home i had a buddy who had a 50 i think it was a 52 inch um in his living room and this is back when the again the big rear screen projection ones before the lcds were out and basically it cut into the 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 dining room <laughs> Like it was so big that it cut into the dining room. It was monstrous. Just this huge, huge TV. Um, but yeah, so you got to be careful. I, I don't, honestly, I even, we've got a little bit of spare room on that where our 50 is. If we wanted to get a little bit bigger, we would, we could, but I don't think I'd get a 65. Like that's, you're like our 50 is plenty big like when we were watching shows it looks incredible like when we were watching the dark knight on blu-ray holy christ it just looked amazing so uh so yeah no i think we're good with that so, um switching gears to uh to some gaming news um i finally finished fable 2 today insert clap um it took a while just because I hadn't really played it. Not because it's that hard, just because I kind of got into a point where I stopped playing and then of course Wrath came out and I was, I've been playing more of that than any console games with the exception of Little Big Planet. But, uh, but finally finished it. Now, if you don't want to hear any spoilers, stop listening and, you know, come back in, I don't know what, two, three minutes, come back. Um, and you too, Sean. <laughs> So I get to, you got to recruit three other heroes between air quotes. Um, and I got into the point where I had two of them. And Still I had your to, wife? What's that? Or, no, no, I, Tom's gone. No, Tom okay. left me the bastard. Um, <laughs> I've, I've since gotten many other wives because what you do is you take your wives to the sacrificial circle. And when you kill them off, you get a lot more evil points. For wives than you do for normal people so yeah you go into um like a pub and you start doing all kinds of heroic poses and show off your trophies and all that till you have a big crowd around you and then you start inviting them all with you and i've gotten up to six or seven with me and then you quickly port over to the temple of shadows and then you go sacrifice them all it's fantastic i'm very close to i'm, I'm up to 1500 and some evil points you need 2000 to get something i don't know what um 
but that's my goal now is, is to do that. But anyways, so I only had that one guy left, the one hero that I had to get. <clears throat> so I went and did that today, actually. And uh, the hardest part was just getting my, my renowned status, which is essentially f like faction in, in WoW, um, up to a certain level for him. And then you got to do a couple of little side quests and whatever. And then from there, what happened is that once you have him on your side, you do some fighting as you're going up against the main badass. Um, you do some fighting against the, the swarms, the armies that he sends out after you. And then there's this ice pick thing that shoots lightning at you. But once the main fighting is done, you're done. I mean, get yourself a beer, sit down, put the controller down, just hit the green button when you have to. Um, it, I'd read that it was fairly anticlimactic at the end, and it's not a lie. Um, in terms of, like, if all you care about is story and getting to the end of the story, then yeah, it's fine. But, uh, but if you actually wanted to build towards something that would be challenging to you, find another game because this is not challenging in the least. Seriously, I got to the, uh, excuse me, it is still a good, it's a, it's a good story at the end. And, and I knew that it wouldn't have this very challenging ending simply because the entire game had not been challenging so you can't expect it to suddenly change um and so at the end i literally had a sliver of life left and then there's a point where again spoiler alert if you came back and i've been talking for more than two minutes there there's a point where you kind of go fantasy back in time to when you were a kid kind of thing and I was trying to see if there was anything I could do to get my health back. But you can't. There's nothing you can do. And then I'm thinking, shit, I'm going to go up against the boss at the end. I'm going to have a sliver of life left and something will screw up. It won't be a big deal. I'll probably just pass out and come back with a scar and then fight him. Because that's what the entire game had been. But still, I was hoping that, you know, I could do something to top my life up. Sure enough, I can't. I get to the ending where I got to go up against him and I've got that little box music box thing and i'm at the end and again i've got a sliver of life and he's draining the life out of the other three and i'm thinking shit i'm gonna die here because i have no life and no you, you, you point your magic little music box at him like it's to be careful i got a box and <laughs> his soul gets drained into it or whatever and literally and then he turns red i shot him once with my gun that was it boom he fell off game over that was it that was that was it nice. there's a whole cinematic thing after that and then there's a you got to choose what you want to do because you get an option you can either um, bring everyone back to life who had died during the making of this thing you can bring your dog back because the dog gets killed um, again spoiler alert too late um the game is old enough now. We don't need spoiler alerts. And then, or you could take a shitload of cash, which I only just found out recently turns out to be a million bucks. Now, I'm playing this today, having read on the Knothole Island DLC that came out, which includes a resurrection shrine, which I knew was for the dog. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, well, I don't care about bringing everybody back to life. Because the guy, my, my dude has horns, okay? Like, he cares about bringing everybody back. No. But I didn't know how much money was involved. And so I think, well, you know what? He's already got a bunch of properties that he rents out anyways. So he's making decent cash. Really, it's not going to, I don't know, 
probably not going to matter. And really, what else am I going to buy? I like, there's nothing in the game that I'm dying to buy anyways. So I'm thinking, uh, fine. And the way it presents itself, it sounded like you bring back those people to you that mean the most to you. So I thought the dog and your sister who gets killed at the beginning, but no, it's just the dog. So basically the shrine now is going to be useless. I should have just taken the million gold, but, um, but yeah, I was disappointed. Like it was fun. I'm glad I finished it. Um, but holy Christ, it was disappointing in terms of like, again, it's, it's a box. You're, you're killing them with a box, you know, like there's nothing to it. So, and, and to the point where I was disappointed, like it's, it's worth doing. I even told the wife, you're going to want to finish it. It's a cool story. It's kind of, it's fun. It's, it's nice to see it. Um, but it's certainly not challenging. And I'm, it's, it's so not challenging that I'm actually debating whether or not to pick up the, the not whole Island DLC, because I'm thinking, am I going to even be playing it anymore? At this point here, I'm so disappointed with that ending. Am I going to go back and do any of the other quests in it? Do I care? I don't know. I really don't. A lot of people are raving about it right now, too. Well, they're saying it's just not whole island is amazing. There's uh, there's the island, and you get some um, you get some there's some new gear you can get, including the um, Hal's rifle. Although my gun's fairly good, but yeah, if I, I've got the um, the Halo set from the uh, the uh, collector's edition, so this would fit nicely into that if I cared. Um, yeah. Then there's the um, there's the resurrection shrine, which for me means jack shit. Um, and then there's some new achievements, which I'm becoming an achievement horror, both in this with the 360 as well as with the, the wow now. Um, but, uh, but again, I'll, I'll really have to see, I'll play it a little bit more to see whether or not I care enough that I want to spend 10 bucks on it because it was disappointing as shit in terms of like, again, it's Yeah. <laughs> so which no small surprise then where you see peter moliner uh recently saying that he thinks that the most um creative uh imaginative um game of 2008 is little big planet and i agree because joystick had said actually they think that uh fable 2 was the the game of the year last year and i'm thinking no i really 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 especially now having played it through it all i wow do I ever disagree? <laughs> like you can't get any more disagree as mean right now. I, it does not hold a candle to some of the other games and most, the, the, the biggest one being little big planet. Um, hell, even though wow is just a wrath is just a, a wow expansion. I still rank it higher in terms of gameplay and, uh, the different things that they added than fable two did. So, Yeah really oh yeah uh, yeah no like again it was fun if all you're looking for is a very very casual your grandma can play this and enjoy kind of game yeah then it's fine if all you care about is cinematics at the end and pretty scenes and things like that in terms of story um, yeah, the story was very good. The story was very, uh, well-written. Holy fucking belching tonight. Christ. Just eat supper though. So maybe that's it. It's the progies. Um, but anyways, in terms of the story, yeah, the story is, is quite good. Um, 
it's nothing that original though i mean it's a story that's been told over the ages in one fashion or another um but it was well done the acting the voice acting is great in it um like i mean i really love that they got and i don't know his real name i can't remember but shepherd book from firefly he's been in a ton of shows and and he does a great job in his role and everybody does the, the voice acting is very very well done so you got good acting you got a good story um i the graphics are very good they're not phenomenal but they are very very good um the only thing missing would have been a more challenging gameplay or you know what even to just have the option give the option to people of this vanilla kind of boring as shit you don't die gameplay um or give them challenges give make it harder make it so that there's a consequence to dying that's not just a scar because i could have pushed myself to that being my goal get through the whole game without a scar although you know what i heard that in this not whole island there's a scar remover potion thing which i mean well what's the point you know you're 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 gonna bring your dog back so there's no consequence to that you're gonna have this <laughs> potion so that you can take the, the the scars away so there's no consequence to that which means there's not a consequence in the game period which is what he wanted the game to be that your 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 every action has consequences well they don't you've taken them all away so like that's the only thing that it had going for it because of no because it didn't have hard gameplay and you're taking it all away well you can't have it both way pete like i mean it doesn't work that way so it's again it's disappointing in that regard literally the end i could have given the the, the remote control to my mother and sat her down and say okay go ahead have fun towards the end and she could have done the whole thing like and this is a woman who has a hard time with a Wii. So, like, there's no... Again, though, in terms of if all you care about is the story and seeing it through, then yeah, it's good. Go ahead and watch it and it'll be fun. But I'm seriously doubting whether or not I'll pick up the Not Whole Island just because I'm fairly disappointed and, and I know that there's not going to be... It's not going to challenge me in any way, shape, or form. So, if it's not going to challenge me, then guess what? I'm just going to go back to WoW <laughs> and wait for something else to come out. It's supposed to be that way. Like, it's all I went in with Fable. It was supposed to be fun, you know, entertaining. That's about it. Yeah. Well, then they succeeded in spades. Um, for the, the 360 as well, the uh, <laughs> Castle Crashers pack, expansion pack, the King's pack, finally came out. And nobody gives a rat's ass. It's been too long, and it's it's actually fixed the bugs that have been in it since the beginning. And now consider go go back to like the first episodes we did. You will hear me rave about Castle Crasher. Me and my son played the shit out of that, and we were both looking at it on Xbox today, the Xbox Live, and both of us were saying, "What's the point? You know, like that's it. We're done with the game. We've moved on." But if you don't and you care, there's uh, two new playable characters, the King and the open-faced Grey Knight. Um, the King's special bonus is that he can actually heal himself in the group, which would have been a fun character to play when we were playing the game. Um, and then there's a seal um, pet that you can get, who uh, animal orb, and then three new weapons, a lollipop, a gold sword, and a king's mace. Now, again, like, it's only 160 points, so, I mean, it's a couple of bucks kind of thing, it's nothing. But it's not the, the, the cost, it's just that it's so light 
then nobody cares. Like I, I can't bring myself to play the game again. It's <laughs> like, it's forget it. And, and really to bring out a pack where all you're bringing this late and all you're putting are two new characters, three weapons and one animal orb. <laughs> no, really like that's it. No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bother with that. If my son actually was interested in playing it, then I pick it up, but pff, he's not either so and the the behemoth is actually moving on they've been teasing that they're working on a new game right now too although they haven't said what it is um so i would take that to mean that they're not even working on any new levels for castle crashers that they're just kind of moving on right away to a different game like if they actually put in new levels that i would actually consider playing because it would be something different then yeah because it's a the formula works the game was fun so a couple of new levels yeah that i'd probably pick up and we'd play it but just for new characters nah so let's file that under nobody gives a rat's ass <laughs> so yeah and uh what else i was looking at the uh, again from ces 92 they were talking to um the uh, dc universe online developers i don't know if this is something that you've been following it's actually it's if, if they can implement it the way that they're talking about where they let you uh, that PC players and PS3 players play together in this MMO, um, I think it'll be fairly interesting, actually. Although the, there's three new videos out that talk about the character creation and the, and the different things and abilities and whatnot that your hero can have. Um, it's interesting, although it didn't really impress me as much as the earlier videos did. I don't know if you saw the, the videos I'm talking about. I didn't see the videos. No, I, I've been trying not to follow it because City of Heroes tried it and they bombed. So, uh, City of Heroes is actually a good game, so I don't think they'll go anywhere really. I, I really I don't think so either, although the only saving grace for this would be that it would be um, a, a good MMO on, in terms of there's not much competition otherwise on the PS3. Um, so to have a console MMO that you can play, that you can be playing with PC players as well, um, as well if they make it where there's no subscription fee, that's the big one too, where people are, are waiting to hear about that. Um, then in terms of a, a console MMO, it'd be quite good. Um, it'd be fun. It'd be good. But again, it's not something that would replace my MMO, you know, addiction for damn sure but it'd be something where you know you sit down on the couch and if you want to play uh again an mmo the only thing is it really did remind me a lot about uh, of city of heroes i played some city of heroes not too too much but i did play some um but i just i really didn't like it i i i didn't like it at all um <laughs> at all <laughs> i really didn't i didn't like the feel of it i didn't like the controls the graphics were great but i just didn't like it and there's something about um these games when they're in cities where I don't like the look and feel of being stuck in a city. Um, that being said, this here in the last video, they show the um, metropolis as it is now. And he was saying that what you're looking at, he, he took his guy to the highest building to look around and shows you how it's one fifth of metropolis. And he's showing off the different sections in a 360 degree arc. Excuse me. And uh, and it's huge, 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 huge. And he was saying it's all explorable. There's different peoples for quests for different things all over the place. I just said peoples. Um, 
<laughs> Again, I'm medicated people. Um, but anyway, so yeah, it's, it's, it's monstrous, but really the concept of walking around down fairly empty streets kind of thing. And it just doesn't ring true to what a city would be for the most part. Now, whether or not they're actually going to put NPCs in there would be different, but then you've got that taxes your system, which is why they don't tend to put too many in there. It's hard on the system to have a lot of traffic and a lot of pedestrians and things like that going on. But otherwise you have this very empty feel to the city, which is one of the things that I really, it's, I don't know. It's, I don't like it. Weird. Yeah. My problem was lack of people when I tried to rejoin. It's complete lack of anyone there. Yeah. Well, yeah. But again, that's the same goes for damn near most games right now because everybody's playing WoW. So, and especially with Wrath, although it's getting to the point where I, I personally know some people and you know some too, <laughs> um, who aren't playing right now. But a lot of the people that I know who are stopping is that they've reached the pinnacle of Wrath and there's no date in sight yet for 3.1, which is going to introduce Alduar, um, which is going to be a little bit harder instance, but then there's no, nothing being said about, okay, what's going to be beyond that. Um, whereas burning crusade, the first expansion had a lot of instances for you to do. Um, wrath does not have nearly as many. And so it's not, as, it doesn't keep people as busy. So luckily I've been leveling fairly slowly, so I don't care. I know that it's going to take me and my son quite a while to get through everything, which is fine. We're taking our time. Um, but yeah, I know the, there's already people that are starting to take a break from it, go to other games. So right now, you know what, in, in the next little while is maybe the time for another MMO to take a stab at something. Of course, it's not going to be the Lord of the Rings, the new one. Well, you have Darkfall. When is that actually coming out? It was supposed to release in Europe on the 22nd of January, but it got pushed back to February 23rd. Um, they're doing, they're inviting another thousand people on the 22nd, though, right into the beta. But from all the leaks that have been coming out, it's a ridiculously polished game that's supposed to pretty much revive Ultima Online uh, feeling of the MMO. Huh. Well, that'd be interesting to see. Well, full-blown PvP, full looting, uh, pretty much do whatever you want, run wherever you want. Are you actually going to try to get into the beta for that one? Uh, I already signed up for it, yeah. Right, so just hoping and praying right now, basically. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's not going to replace WoW, I mean, if I do get back into it, but it's something that's like, you know, I'm tired of this crap. I'm going to go and uh, kill a couple people and have some, you know, freedom. The um, how taxing is it going to be on computers? Did they release the specs? No, it's, it's got. They haven't released the specs, but the graphics are kind of toned down. It's not as it's not like phenomenal age of Conan graphics. They they have it toned down to more of like uh, oh, I'm trying to think of the name of that MMO. Not Anarchy Online. Uh, it started with an A, but it's it's not. It's like Planet Side kind of graphics. Right. Huh. Okay. Well, again, you can have really good graphics without it killing your system. That's something that Guild, Guild Wars did very, very well. Um, granted, it was easier on systems, too, because it was 
everything was instanced. Um, but even then, they were able to do beautiful things. The graphics looked very, very good. Um, so yeah, you can have games that look good without it killing your system. However, then you get in something like the new, again, with uh, with Wrath, is just killing my system. It's just mm. really hard. It's, it's not too, too bad once you're in. But it's the getting into zones and, oh, don't even try to chat and talk with anybody while you're flying. That's not going to happen. It's basically you're going to be watching a slideshow. So a very slow slideshow done by, you know, someone with a helmet on who taps their forehead periodically and drools from the left side of their mouth. I want another slide because it's that bad. (laughs) It's slow as shit. Um, So, yeah, no, I... uh, yeah, it'd be nice to try something different too, because not that I, again, I've got quite a bit left in terms of WoW to progress. Um, so it'll be it'll be a while yet before I'm, I'm done with it, but I've been playing it for four years. So the there's a certain appeal to trying something new and something completely different. Um, I had seriously considered Age of Conan um, when it came out. But again, the problem is, is that... I wanted something. Well, yeah, there is that. But before that happened, um, there was a lot of hype going towards it. But the only thing that bothered me was the fact that it wouldn't be something that I'd be able to play with my youngest son. And that's, I do a lot of gaming with my youngest. So I don't want to, you know, I don't need a game that has, you can hire whores. Um, Not a good thing. So granted i'm playing fable 2 and he's watching at the end and i've got like bob the whore here who's asking me if i want a good time (laughs) and when i give him a thumbs up not thinking about it he starts following me and say okay let's hurry up because i got other jobs to do after this and i'm going oh dear lord (laughs) but uh yeah yeah the wife wasn't happy about that my in-game wife you're cheating on me Anyways, we're going to call it a wrap for tonight. Uh, Not much sense going into movies for the week because there's jack shit this week. There's like Flow. There's like Repo, the genetic opera. What the fuck is that? I don't even care. Um, The Rockford Files season six. Yeah, sign me up. There's nothing. It's a bad week for movies. Bad, bad, bad week. Um, Unless you've got something that you've watched recently that you care to discuss. Uh, not really. Oh, did you watch <laughs> the second part of the CSI with Lawrence Fishburne? No, I did not. Ah, it was on last week? This week? I well, was probably week. working or ah. sleeping. And you didn't DVR it? Download it. Anyways, you got to oh, watch yeah, it. Yeah, let me, let me DVR it with my... Imaginary D- and my DVR. my CRT TV. Yeah. <laughs> hook up your VHS, dude. Um, no, download it. It was, it was good. It was actually... It was... Uh, it was very well done. I we enjoyed it. So and Fishburne's in starting well now, like so next week he's uh, basically on the team kind of thing. Was what the preview made it out to seem. So woo. I like him. I hope that they they give him a challenging role and give him challenging scenes um, because I found that like he did act a little bit kind of. It was a little challenging the first those first two episodes with him, but not not that much like you see scenes with him and Grissom and I was thinking you know it'd be nice to see the two of those together more where you get two strong actors working together but they were barely on screen together and it really wasn't that big of a deal it was worth watching it was good but I I really hope they push him more as the show goes on is what I'm saying yeah so and uh, I believe did Battlestar Galactica just start back 
or it's going to be. I don't have sci-fi channel. Oh, I I cannot wait to be starting Battlestar Galactica back on again. I just, I cannot wait. I got my daughter. What's that? It's your knickers in a twist. Oh man. I just, I can't get enough of that show. So yeah, it's actually the 23rd. So, okay. So it's starting back this week. All right. Good. Friday. January 23rd. You know what we'll be talking about the week. You may as well watch it. Even if you haven't watched any of them, watch that episode on Friday and then we'll be able to talk about it on the Bar and Grill podcast. Ow. I'm telling you, watch it. Download it, watch it. Download it. Watch it on your computer. You're not playing WoW. You're not doing anything on your computer anyways. You know, drop the porn for one night and uh, (laughs) it won't kill you. Really, honestly. Your eyesight will thank you later. Anyways, we're going to call it a wrap for tonight's show. If you'd like to reach Sean, uh, I didn't give him the site plug, but once again, I am medicated, so bear with me. Uh, you can see his work on visualbomb.com. You can reach him on Facebook at Sean Ferguson, and his Twitter is twitter.com slash Devian with a three replacing the E, because he cool. He my buddy. And for everything about me, of course, you can go to BuddhistBarAndGrill.com. You will see my uh, PSN account, my 360 account. There's the Facebook, which is under Buddhist Bar. My Twitter is under Zen Buddhist. Uh, if you would like to help out the show, by all means, please do so. There's a handy-dandy donate button located at the bottom of each show notes post. And with that, we will call it a wrap. If you have any comments or suggestions or whatever, you can send them to BuddhistBarAndGrill at gmail.com. And we will talk to you next week. Take care. I just blew my nose like four times. I swear to God, there's still snot in there. What's the point? It's not as bad when you swallow it back. It's this, it's worse. When it comes up, it's worse. Ugh. And if you run out of hair gel, you're set. I mean, there you go. Gross. Yeah. I have a penis for that, sir. I, I don't have any friends that I like that much that I want them at my house every night. <laughs> I, I don't like people that much. It works nah, for me. It's fucking ridiculous. I finally got my iPhone turned back on. Well, I noticed from the text. Maybe I was doing it with my mind. You're flattering yourself. <sighs> okay, let me take a nap. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <sighs> All I want to do is sleep and sniffle and snort up phlegm and belch apparently tonight. Yay! <laughs> Hold the reset. Hold the reset. I am holding. <laughs> Right. Just loud enough so folks can hear his hype